Jackson. Zach. Oh my god, my dog wanted to be the first intro. Like, <laughs> he's hosting the podcast. Weekend plans brought to you by Charlie. Um, we're Charlie. Back. We're back. We're back. We're doing this. We're yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Um, the Batman's close. It's so close, Zach. It's so close. In oh fact, it's so close that now we're going to be watching movies that are inspired or have mentioned yeah i made a like a little playlist of movies that uh matt reeves is explicitly mentioned or Mm -hmm. just like vibes that are like i think pretty apparent yep in uh what we've seen of the movies so far we've seen a lot of the movies so far you know what's interesting is i don't think we have well it is like four hours long it's two hours and 45 minutes (laughs) there's one cut apparently that's four hours um i did read that but i think that sounds like an assembly to me yeah like this is not a release the reeves cut type of thing like a four-hour cut (laughs) like most of the time the cut (laughs) i think if zack snyder's justice league taught us anything yeah it's you don't want to see the four-hour cut no um god no most of the Zack Snyder cut was just slow motion running, by the way. Did you it, know? <laughs> in the same scene twice, and like some villagers singing to Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure what we're seeing is Matt Reeves' cut. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like he's got a pretty unprecedented, not unprecedented, but a pretty impressive amount of freedom to yeah. make the movie he wants to make. Yeah, it sounds like they legit just said, okay, go do something. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're doing the opposite of Sony. And they're just kind of backing yeah. off. Or the opposite of like what Warner Brothers has done in the past. That's true too. Opposite of what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, there's we're, we're just going to talk about what these... We're going to watch these movies and yep. talk about our impressions of them and what we think that means for the Batman as far as what he's taking away as inspiration. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched... The first film we watched was Clute. From 1971. I was just going to say. Starring uh, Jane Fonda yep. and Donald Sutherland, father of Kiefer. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, directed by Alan J. Pakula, who would go on to direct All the President's Men oh, after this. Yeah, okay. Parallax View. Fun. It was weird seeing. Uh, was weird seeing Donald Young. Yeah, he's always been an old guy to me. Pretty young, but like this one, I was like, oh, there he is. Yeah, I actually, I really like Donald Sutherland's uh, work in the seventies. I'm mm. a big fan of him. He was great in this movie. Yeah, he was very. He's like, awesome in this movie. Yeah, he's very like. He was so like cool, calm, and collected. I almost felt like he was the villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, man, there's a twist coming where he's the bad guy all along. <laughs> like, he's too cool. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't. No. Yeah. Huh? Just, just an, another white man was the villain. Eh, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's usually how it goes. Um, so for anybody who has not seen Clute, which uh, I would highly recommend. I think a lot of people probably haven't. Yeah. It's, it's definitely fun. I watched it in a film class when I was in college. So that's oh, that's like I knew about it. Yeah. Um, but it is about uh, Donald Sutherland is a man named John Clute. Yep. Who uh, is friends with a man who goes missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like a year later, the guy still hasn't been found and he kind of volunteers his services as a private detective to try to figure out what's going on. Yep, fuck the police. They found some very strange, uh, communications between this guy and this, uh, call girl, they call her mm-hmm. in the movie in New York city named Bree Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, played by Jane Fonda. Yep. So he like goes to kind of like see what's going on, see if he can find out what happened to his friend. He gets embroiled in this whole deal with like, she's being followed. Yeah. Um, and then the movie sort of unfolds from there, and they uncover this sort of like strange conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So it was fun. It was like, it was really fun. Yeah, uh, I loved the tension that they were able to build when Jane Fonda felt like she was being followed. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job mm. um, with that. Yeah, and the lighting. Honestly, we're watching this, and I'm looking at the way the shots are lined up, and the lighting's focused on certain things. Yeah, 
Um, there's a couple scenes where like one person's talking and it almost feels like it's stage lighting. Yeah. But they're just under like a light, like a ceiling light. Mm-hmm. And watching that and then seeing the Batman trailer stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah. I definitely get like lighting. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. My favorite thing about the direction of this movie is um, the way the camera will just sort of like drift through a scene and be focused mm-hmm. on something completely different and then somebody will just be talking. Yep. Or the way they cross cut and you hear dialogue from a different scene mm-hmm. bleeding over into a previous scene or from the next scene. I really, I really like that. I really mm-hmm. like the way they juxtapose images mm-hmm. with dialogue and it sort of like reframes what you're thinking about. Or the uh, the scene where they're in her apartment and her dress is unzipped and you're kind of just seeing her bare back while they have the conversation. And oh, he's yes. like, there's somebody on the roof. That's and, right. Like her reaction, you kind of see in the mirror, but you don't really. Like, I love that stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. My big takeaway from this movie as for like what's imp- or what's um, informing Matt Reeves and his take on this movie and Batman is the Selena Kyle Batman relationship. Oh, okay. Very much the idea of this guy who's like a little repressed, uh, a little bit privileged, mm-hmm. encountering this person who's had a much harder life, who's much more cynical. Yeah. Um, and sort of the way they play off each other and don't know if they can trust each other. And like he softens up a little bit for her, but then that it kind of bites him. Yep. I really, I kind of, I see that. Oh, yeah. I think that's what they're, what he's like really going for. That makes sense too. Yeah. And it, I do like how he does like soften up to her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it's like it, there's just something that's very realistic about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's just very much like, no, this is work. Yeah, Stop trying to seduce me. Yeah, and that goes to shit when she jumps him in the fucking middle of the night. I mean, if Jane Fonda gets into bed with you, I what are you gonna do? <laughs> Even now, Even, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I I don't blame him. What are you yeah. gonna do that? She, she called her shot. What are you gonna do? I mean, she called the bluff. It's Barbarella, man. <laughs> um. The movie was it's um, it was slower than I thought, but in a good way. Well, I that's just, just like seventies pacing. Exactly. Yeah. I constantly have to like keep telling myself this movie is now. Oh my god, how old is this movie? 80, 90, 60, Yeah. We're on fifty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's um, for me. I got. I could definitely see that relationship again. For me, the lighting is what like stuck to me. Oh yeah. The way everything is just there. Things are dark. Mm-hmm. But like the characters are like again like they're more lit than like a normal. If for example you guys were talking about Forty Old Virgin, right? Right. Everything's lit. Yeah, like, that's you know, everything. Comedy lighting. Yeah, sure. But yeah. like you know what I mean. But like this one is the room is kind of dark, but the lamp is like perfectly on the person's face. Yeah, and, like, exactly. I love it. And, oh, but, like the so way it uh, enriches color. And, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, and like the way it captures tension too. Like the yeah. when it's like he's like oh somebody's on the roof. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god, yeah, it's all dark. And, like, and like, he like goes anywhere. up in the hatch and uses a little mirror to look around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it did tension really, really well. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we watched it. Um, it's, I love movies that like are dated, but they don't feel yeah dated. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. No, and I love, I love this era of kind of like new Hollywood mm-hmm. um, filmmaking when we were like coming out of the studio system. And they were just starting to like dip their toes into like, well, what what are we gonna do to compete with television yeah. and like all this stuff? And like, well, what if we give like filmmakers, like get them involved and let them do what they want to do, so we can show people things they can't see on TV. Exactly. Um, and that's where we got like these guys coming out of the gate, like Pakula, and you've got like Friedkin, because we will watch The French Connection. Ooh, that's as part fun. of this, yeah. French Connection is a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the remake? No. <laughs> 
Did they remake the French? I think they remade the. They remade a taking of Pelham one two three. I don't know what I'm thinking of now. What was the one Mark Wahlberg? Uh, Italian job. Italian job. Never mind. Yeah. No. I actually kind of like that movie. Me too. Um, it's not a bad one. You know who I love in this movie? Who I forgot was in it is Roy Scheider. Oh, who is he? He's the pimp. Oh. And he's Sheriff Brody from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's range. Yeah. I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Dude, he's fucking fucked up in this movie. He's too. great in this movie. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. He's a real son of a bitch. Yes, he is. <laughs> I was like, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Jane Fonda is uh, really, really great in this movie. I love her performance in this movie. Well, it's what's very striking is like the way she talks about sex work. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost like doing a comeback right now. Like the way she views it, she goes, yeah, it's whatever. It's like an hour. It was a really progressive uh, movie, actually. Exactly. Yeah. It was taking the idea that she's not like, she's not throwing it to whoever. Yeah. You know, she's just choosing what she wants to do with her body. And talking about like what she gets out of it and mm-hmm. why she does it. Yeah, no, it very much was, I was listening to her talk about that and I'm like, with, right now it's OnlyFans stuff, but yeah. it's the same philosophy. It's just like. Yeah. Well, and what's so interesting is the way they her. juxtapose it with like, cause she also wants to be an actress. Yes. And so they show her in these situations where she's goes to these auditions and it's like way more demeaning yeah. and way more like she's treated as way more of an object Yeah. by like, like these, you know, uh, legitimate um, productions and yeah. stuff like that and like treated like with way less respect no it's so true it, it, and like, i think that's really interesting 100 percent. like the way she was actually giving her entire heart into the, like this performance yeah and, and she just the, gets cut off in the middle the, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the scene that introduces her when it's all the women sitting in chairs and it's just oh. the two people whose faces you don't even see are like uh she's too pretty yep uh let me see your hands let me see you smile we've seen you before right yeah and, and like God. the fact that then they brought in all the black black women afterwards too. yeah 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 like, oh, shit. yeah no it definitely was very much like then we see her do go on a call or a job or whatever you want to call it yeah and yeah it was she was it was very it was very interesting because it's very much like we look down on sex work but let's face it we treat women like shit regardless so what the yes. fuck are you even talking about exactly <laughs> it's it's because well, sex worker put power into women and they don't like that <laughs> Yeah, that's a different topic, different mm-hmm. story. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it was that was one of the coolest parts of this whole thing was just this movie yeah. was made in the fucking seventies, mm-hmm. and here they are like basically saying, yeah, no, she's a sex worker. Yeah, seventy one too, like early seventies. Yeah, and and but like she's not. Yeah, stupid. She's not helpless. She's mm-hmm. not none of that. She's mm-hmm. just a person. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's really interesting the way that relationship unfolds with. Donald Sutherland, who, like, mm-hmm. comes into the situation, and he does, like, he judges her. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he doesn't take her seriously. And, like, the way the movie unfolds where she's very much manipulating him. Mm-hmm. And he, ha- he like, starts to reckon with that as well. Yeah. Like, after she jumps his bones, and then she's just like, oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, she's like, are you mad because uh, you didn't make me come? Yeah. She's like, I never come with a John and fucking leaves. Yeah. Like, oh, like, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> good for him, though. What now, Donald? Yeah, yeah you're not you're not better than her at all. Yeah, it's like the rest of us. You then they fall in love, and I always just thought that even the first time I saw it, I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> They've got like a relationship going hey, on. Where they it. go they go to the farmers market together. Oh, that was cute. And he catches her stealing. Yeah, that was cute. I like that. Uh, it is like the opposite of tracks thing. Yeah, where, where she is so opposite of him, but like she opens his eyes to like, oh, okay, maybe it was a douche. Mm-hmm. No, and she's like very cynical of him, and then she actually does see that he is good-hearted, and mm-hmm. like she was like, oh, I've never met a man that is worthy of trust. 
which is fair. Yeah, 150 fucking percent. Um, yeah, no, it was... I, I loved the love story there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, very authentic. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a very chill movie. Yeah. Except for, like, you know, when it wasn't. It's a great, like, uh, mood piece, which a lot of these movies from the 70s are, and I really appreciate. They did rain really well. I can respect a movie that captured rain well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, the whole um, way this movie captures New York City is very uh, inviting. Yes. Yeah. Because it's scary, but it's also like, oh, that's... <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah, <laughs> I always lived there. <laughs> yeah, this was a good recommendation. I'm glad we watched it because I mm-hmm. never would have watched it. Yeah. Um, and this was a lot of fun. Jamie watched it with me, so mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. She's seen it now. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody is watching along and uh, liked this movie, I would recommend the other movies in a uh, Pakula's, you know, '70s uh, conspiracy trilogy, Parallax View, and All the President's Men. Mm-hmm. All the President's Men, I have not watched in a very long time. It's an excellent movie. Like, a very long time. I am trying to think. Not to be confused with Clear and Present Danger. N- no, not at all. <laughs> Weird that you would even say that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my brain. <laughs> it's a roller coaster, man, so I'm always entertained. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, Clute. Any. Any other observations or no? I, I it was story was fun. Um, like I said, it's shot well. The lighting's great. I I was more invested in like their love story, which is super funny to me. Mm. Like at the end, oh my god! At the end though, when like they do the where she finally is being watched. Yeah, the reveal. Oh my god, that was so well done. Yeah, that was great. Like just a, just like the camera like pans back and then you just see like over his shoulder basically mm-hmm. and it's just like oh there's somebody here yeah oh she's fucked yeah the paranoia of that and yeah like the payoff of that and then the way everything resolves in the end of course we're like clued isn't even really a part of it no. not really he's just kind of like what what happened yeah like what do you mean <laughs> oh, he fell out the window what do you want yeah, he fucked up yeah he, he, uh, she spider-manned him that scene is crazy yeah um, when he plays the tapes back Oh my god, it's so creepy. Yeah. They, yeah, that, I forgot about that ending. Give me real, like, Black Christmas vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that, oh my god, she gets the, um, when they find her place all ransacked. Yeah. And then the phone rings or whatever, and it's yeah. just the Just playing the tapes. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up, too. It's really good. That's so good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those, those parts were... It's a really like, well-made movie. Yeah, no, it is. Especially because they're coming off of their cute date at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and it's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Man, crash right back to Earth, I It's really good. Yeah. Fun movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, it's not that long. It's like... It's like an hour and a half, hour and 38 minutes. Something like that. They weren't yeah. thinking of pushing movies to two and a half hours yet. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, there were long movies. Yeah. Heaven's Gate. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've seen Heaven's Gate. Uh, but next, uh, we will get to French Connection. Yes. Yeah. All right, who's in French Connection? Uh, our buddy Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman. <laughs> also Roy Scheider awesome. coming back. Uh, directed by William Friedkin, famously director of The Exorcist, uh, mm. Sorcerer. Damn. Good for him. Yeah. Those are some fun movies. I love Friedkin. I love Friedkin now, too, because he just like talks shit. <laughs> <laughs> How's he talking shit? <laughs> There's a, I watched like a series of interviews that he did, uh, with, um, the guy who directed Drive. Oh, Whose shit. name escapes me right now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't, I can think of his name. But he talks about how he thinks, um, his movie Only God Forgives is a masterpiece and freaking just like goes off on him and he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> so, hey, 
More power to him in that case. I love, I love, I love William freaking. <laughs> Just not afraid to talk to shit. It's a wild dude. <laughs> what year was this movie made? Seventy one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're just going to the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, a lot of what Matt Reeves is talking about is just, like, shit from the 70s with this very specific vibe, this very, like, conspiracy, uncovering corruption. Man. Yeah. We got that one scene. We got the finally, like, the funeral, I guess, the funeral Yeah, scene. so yesterday... We can, we'll, just leave, we'll just bleed right into this. Uh, yesterday, I, I think it leaked by mistake because it started playing for people as, like, a YouTube ad. Yes. Um, but like a full three, four minute scene of uh, this funeral scene that we've seen in the trailers mm-hmm. uh, from the Batman. And my big take on this is it gave me really heavy vibes of uh, Batman 89. Oh. I got really into the the scene in uh, when Bruce Wayne is at that press conference and those mimes show up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, really reminded me of that, but with, like, a Bruce Wayne that's way more active and, like, mm-hmm. involved with what's going on and not just, like, observing. Yeah. So, like, this real, like, best of both worlds, sort of, like, the um, the real world stakes of a Chris Nolan, mm-hmm. but with um, sort of this style and this, like, Bruce Wayne characterization. I love when the cop, like, waves at him. He's like, hey, Mr. Wayne. He just, like, looks at him and looks away. Don't talk to me. But it's so... I fucking loved it. I love like he makes that connection. He sees the little boys because they're at the mayor's funeral mm-hmm. and that's the mayor's son. Yeah. Um, so he like has this moment where he's like, like fuck. Yeah. Um, and then everybody like hearing the noise and freaking out and him seeing the Riddler up there in the balcony. Just watching. Yeah. Very seven, very yes. fucking John Doe seven. Oh, in yeah, that yeah. moment. Um, just playing out in this. I fucking like, I was so, I didn't think I could get, like, more excited for this movie. Until they give you, like, but I was like, fuck, he's doing Like, he's pulling it off. Like, everything he t- he's talked about, it's really fucking happening. Yeah. No, it... I watched up into, I think, the um, guy gets out of the car and has the phone. Yeah. It ends, like, right after okay. that. Okay. So- <laughs> I, 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 I gotta stop, because I, I need to save this. But I love everything he's doing. Yeah. Well, so, I really... I think... And I don't even think this is a theory. I think this is pretty substantiated by everything. But, like, we see the scene, like, in the third trailer Mm -hmm. where he's in the suit and he's answering the Riddler. He's like, justice. The answer is justice. I think that's that same scene. Mm. I think the Riddler... Like, the call goes on on the phone and he asks Batman Riddles to defuse the bomb. Mm. Um, And in the first trailer, we see that scene where he's thrown back by an explosion. That's the same scene as well. Yeah. Probably gets it wrong. Yeah, gets gets one wrong, or he gets like two wrong, or two right and one wrong, or something, something like that. And then I think after the scene is when he wakes up and he's in like police custody. Oh yeah, gets like knocked back. That we see in the uh, in the trailer where he gets up and starts going at the cops with his hands cuffed behind his back, and then he probably escapes to the police station. In the scene where we've seen where all the cops are coming after him and he like grapples up the uh, oh yeah the stairwell. Man. That that could be it. Yeah, I think I think I think I'm right. I think I got it. (laughs) I think you nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he probably wingsuits off the top of the police station. Yeah, you gotta have a wingsuit moment. Yeah, well, that's in the trailer too. You see him in that. Oh yeah, like wingsuit. It's gonna be so much fun. (laughs) Man, I'm really fucking excited. It all so close. February 10th, tickets go on sale. Everybody out of my fucking way. That's right. (laughs) Jackson might actually stab somebody. (laughs) Um. If they do start doing showings at 3 p.m. like they did with Spider-Man, I will see it twice that day. Yeah, you have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to see it. Um, yeah, I might do it too with you. I don't know. 
that's gonna be like I might I might have to just like a process. Everything. You're more than welcome. I might have to, well because the first one I'm just gonna be in shock the entire time because yeah. anytime I get anything new Batman on the screen I'm just in this state of shock. Yeah, I know you thought Batman v Superman was good for years. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just hey that was because I finally got two of them together. Like just this is the closest I've gotten to <laughs> the closest I've ever gotten to the the best Batman and Superman pairing in the animated movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that done right so badly. Next month, that uh, Mark Wade, uh, World's Finest comic book starts. I'm excited about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The Dan Mora artwork that looks super good. He's mm-hmm. got Batman in the blue and grays with the yellow oval. <laughs> it's my shit. I know. It's going to be... Uh... Anyways, yeah, but so... What I love about this too is like this Bruce Wayne is entirely different than another Bruce, any Bruce Wayne we've had, I think. Yeah. Well, he does remind me of Keaton... A little Keaton was still like flamboyant with like his appearances. Kind of, sort of. Like he does, he kind of just blends in wherever he mm-hmm. is. Um, and there's that whole like Vicky Vale comes up to him and is like, "Do you know who Bruce Wayne is?" And he's like, "No." Nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. nobody's seen him. Like he's not a playboy. Like Christian Bale was a playboy. Yeah. Clearly, people know who this Bruce Wayne is. So if, he's not quite as anonymous as Michael Keaton was. Yeah. But you, I do get the heavy vibes that, like, he cannot fucking... Like, he does not live his life as Bruce Wayne. No. Like, no, no. he looks like he's fucking miserable. That's what I love about it. Uh, and I love that. Um, and I pointed out to you... I think I sent you that text message where I'm like... When it's daytime and he's Bruce Wayne, everything looks so gray. Yep. And kind of lifeless. And then at night, like, every... All the colors of the night, like, the electric orange of, like, the streetlights mm-hmm. and the neon... And everything is so much richer and more alive. Like, he's only alive when he's Batman. Yeah. And he's just passing the time away until he can put that suit back on. Bruce Wayne's the mask. And I feel like that's, like, what Keaton was doing, but the writing wasn't quite there in that movie. It's more, like, subtext. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is, like, Matt Reeves has sort of, like, picked that baton up, and it was like, okay, but let's, like, really go for it. Exactly. Yes. And... Everybody's kind of done it in their own way. Like, mm-hmm. you could even... What I liked about Christian Bale's performance is he did the over-the-top playboy. Christian Bale's awesome. Oh, okay. I'm not here to take anything no, no, away no. from Christian but Bale. But I like it because they're everybody's their own unique. So different, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I'm not going to feel tired of it. Like, mm-hmm. I get to go and, like, if I watch The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. what I love about watching Christian Bale is he, he's doing the over-the-top playboy stuff, but you can yeah. tell, it, like, he hates it. Especially in Batman Begins. Yeah. I fucking love when he gives that speech to get everybody out of the house so he oh pretends to be drunk. Yes. That's excellent. Oh. Lodi. Lodi. Oh, God. Um, it's a big no, thank you. <laughs> never answer a phone call from Lodi. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, and um, when he's in the restaurant and he, like, puts the tables together. Yeah, exactly. I just bought it. But, like, he's having that conversation and, like, he's actually talking to Harvey. And you can tell he's putting up that act, but he's so, like, he drops his walls down, like, actually listens to what he has to say and, like, pays attention to yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, oh, man. And then this Bruce Wayne is, like, we talked about very don't look at me, I hate this, ugh, I have to be here. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting to, see. is this a period piece, do we know? Or is this No, set it's modern like, day, like modern there's day. a cell phone. That's like, you saw a cell phone in that well, yeah. <laughs> well, I meant like in the fact that it will be interesting to see um, a Bruce Wayne where there's like social media. Yeah. Like a heavy, you know, he might just be, people know him because he gets yeah, exactly. on Instagram. He's, he's Bruce Wayne, the Prince of Gotham. Exactly. And like it's just tabloid Instagram yeah. stuff that, People know he's here. And exactly. Um, and like that I mean, might even make him suffer even more, the fact that he just can't yeah. get away from it. It is really, I'm really excited about it. And like, it has a period kind of vibe. It does. But I think that's what's so cool, very much in the way that Tim Burton, like that movie is, 
that movie was set in the modern day. Like it's 1989 or yep. whatever in that movie, but it's so like, there's so much forties influence. Like people are wearing hats and the cops are wearing those like, like fantasy movie. exactly. But I think that's what he's doing here. But instead of like the forties or the thirties, or even the animated series. It's like the late 80s or early 90s. It To me, it helps bring home the fact that Gotham is just so So broke. fucked. Yeah. It's just, it's never, it could never, nothing's been upgraded. Mm-hmm. Cop cars are still like from the 90s. Yeah, Buildings yeah, yeah. Still, like, it's just such a shitty city. It's awesome. I'm really excited to see. We've only seen like little bits of Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea that they shot it in like these European cities and then they're CGIing other buildings in and everything yeah. is just going to feel so different. Yes. Um, just very stylized in a way that like, you know, the Christian Bale movies, it was just Chicago. It was very much Chicago. Um, like, any, and that's fine. Any movie that's yeah. in Chicago, it's like, there's that. There, Okay, we're in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. And I, I appreciate that take, but yeah. I'm like really excited to see a m- much more like stylistic Gotham City where you're like, what the fuck? Like that's, this yeah. place is crazy. Oh, like Burton's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Burton's is. Yeah. That's why Burton's would be my favorite for uh, like the Batman Beyond take, just to see that like futurized. Yeah, like 50 years later, like, Bat City. Yeah, like what would Burton's visuals be for like a Neo-Gotham? That'd be fucking yeah. crazy. Very cool. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, so I'm very excited that this is, it feels... Yeah, that's almost why I asked this is a period piece, because everything just looks so yeah. 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Man, that's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah. No, I'm glad it's not like an actual period piece, because then we wouldn't be over the people going like, oh, he's a young Affleck. <laughs> this is a prequel. Oh, God. <laughs> nope. Shut up. He's apparently dead, too. He's gone. Literally. He's gone from our lives. We'll I'm... see him one more time in The Flash, and that's fine. And then he dies. That's like the biggest rumor. Or he's like erased. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Thing. Let him it, die heroically. That's it's, fine. It's actually super funny that Ben Affleck's now come out and talked about it. He goes, it just fucking sucked. Yeah. Like, the whole thing sucked. And yeah. I'm like, all right, at least you get it then. <laughs> you know it also was terrible. I saw uh, Last Duel, the movie that he did with Matt Damon. Which is so interesting because, you know, that was the, I think that was the one they wrote together. Yeah, they wrote it together. Um, and it was, it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm excited to see it because I feel like it's, uh, it might be him finding his groove again. Yeah. Kind of like getting back into like what he wants to do. That's what he's talked about. Like this is the sort of thing he wants to do where he can just like have a good time and like make yeah. the movies he wants to make and doesn't have to worry about. I would love for him and Matt Damon just to become like movie buddies again. Yeah, they should write another Bourne movie <laughs> together. <laughs> Let Ben Affleck direct that. Yeah. Have Ben Affleck in it too. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Give us the buddy cop movie we've always wanted with those two. Why not? <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it. When the streaming. Yeah, I'd watch it on streaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, think I would actually like go to a theater. The other great thing on HBO Max now is fucking Peacemaker. I have heard amazing things about it. I've watched every episode multiple times. It's all out. They're not doing. They're not doing no, episodes. there's eight episodes and four of them are out. Okay, but they release three all at once. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's excellent. The guy who plays um, was it Vengeance? Vigilante. Vigilante. He died. Real life. He died in a skiing accident, like literally last week. Isn't that the guy who's in Moon Knight? Oh yes, Moon Knight. Wait, that was yes. a yeah, it was a, a cast member from Moon Knight. Yeah, either way, he like plays like a somewhat pivotal character. Yeah, and so sad. In Moon Knight, not Moon in Knight. Peacemaker. Sorry. They <laughs> both were getting talked about at the same time. <laughs> Which uh, we also get Moon Knight at around the same time as Batman. March thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a time! Moon Knight looks fucking nuts. It looks dude. great. I'm really excited about it. I didn't know much about the character uh-huh. Moon Knight, and I didn't know that he's just pretty much having like psychotic breakdowns he has did 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's gonna be really interesting to see how they. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. I love Moon Knight, um, and I was very excited now that it's on Disney Plus and they didn't do it, end up doing it on Netflix. Because mm-hmm. I don't need to see a version of Moon Knight where they're like, well, we didn't feel the need to put him in a costume, and we'll have three seasons of like, well, he's not quite Moon Knight yet. We're still on the origin. And he's like, wearing, wearing this white t-shirt. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Just the fuck up. That costume. It's great. So good. With the glowing eyes and yes. everything. That's fantastic. It looks fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm so down for this shit. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm stoked. I'm really um, excited. It's giving me very much like the like Daredevil vibes where the shit is grounded. Yeah. Like I, well, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's going to be like obviously it's not, but yeah. it, the way to me like the way it's shot and stuff, it doesn't have any like of the other other Marvel kind of glitz and glam. I okay. feel like it's just fucking dirty. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah, very much. Like I going to say I'm pretty sure we see Khonshu in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he's in Mark's head, I think is what the show is will be about. Yeah. Like is he like imagining everything or is like some of the shit real? Is he is his brain breaking because there is a god in his head? Could be. Yeah. Pushing him even more. Yeah, exactly. Man. <laughs> that looks good. Um I'm really excited about I'm it. I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, it gives me it gives me a lot of those Daredevil vibes, and I was wanting to go back and watch Daredevil again. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil's coming back, baby. Back. Did you see that it's um like in the Nielsen ratings again? Like it's working its way back yeah. into the top ten on Netflix. Like people are excited about it again. Why not? It's a great show. It's an awesome watch show, it. and I think we're gonna get another season of it pretty soon. I would like that. I would like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I would. I want a movie. I would take a movie. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to see them get like a, a full movie experience. Or even do like a movie on Disney Plus so you can keep the budget low and they don't True. have to go too crazy with it. Yeah. Because so once you get into that like $100 million range, they'll be like, well, how does he save the world? I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Get yeah. out of here. He does not need to save the world. <laughs> yeah, let him just punch Vincent D'Onofrio, please. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay, so anything else to add? Uh, I can't think. I can't really think of anything. I'm just very excited for this movie. Me too. Ready for it to happen. It looks like nothing's getting pushed back. No, they're letting they're letting it roll. They're letting a lot of Omicron doesn't matter. Everybody yeah. get over it. Everybody's <laughs> they're allowing everybody to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Pattinson's really opened up about what his Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about some of the fucking uh yes. stuff that's gotten out there just through like interviews and stuff. Oh my god, let's. Um you sent me the thing of Pattinson talking about the no kill rule, which is apparently very much a thing in this movie but they're really delving into like what that means yes and how they're gonna approach it did you just get 36 text messages popular guy i want to tell you <laughs> they're all from jamie <laughs> this sucks you suck stop talking <laughs> each one is a divorce paper <laughs> uh exactly <laughs> she's trying to airdrop divorce papers <laughs> Decline, decline, decline. Turn off air drops. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So Pattinson opened up about his, yeah, or maybe what they've come to like terms of what the no kill rule means. Yeah, and just like the way he's thinking about it, and like how his Bruce Wayne, and I think we've seen this. Like maybe he wants to kill these guys, but he's like catching himself at the last minute and won't let himself yes, do it. It's I, like, and that's like a great way to have this, especially this early Batman who hasn't quite figured it out yet. Well, it's, it's floating on that idea of, exactly, he hasn't figured it out yet. He's yeah. just fucking angry. He doesn't know. It, what's, like, really fascinated me is him and Matt Reeves have talked about this thing of, like, he's been doing this for a little over a year, 
but he doesn't understand it. He doesn't know what Batman is. Yeah. He just wants to fucking be Batman all the time. Yeah, he, it's when he truly feels alive. It's like an addiction. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't know what it means. He doesn't know if it's working. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he's just like, he can't stop doing it. Yeah. He can't wait to put that suit back on. Exactly. It's like, it's so cool. It's, it's so rad. I'm glad this movie is almost three hours. I'll take do. fucking no, six hours. It's going to be really nice to, again, not to go back to like Bale but I always feel like Bale at the end of his Batmans were he almost was just hesitant to do everything he's just like okay I gotta be Batman again yeah that's gotta be Batman that's again. what's interesting about it yeah mm-hmm. it's it's very much he they constantly referring him not doing it anymore yeah like Dark Knight is all about him like seeing the end yeah like seeing the the horizon and like I'm almost there yeah um which is so interesting because the ending of that movie is like that's what his Achilles heel was and that's like what tripped him up and it's like well you're always going to be Batman there's no end to this because this is what happens exactly. to somebody else who tries to do what you're doing and then immediately they're like anyway he retired after that uh, and yeah, uh, in Italy yeah he's... like rises you're like what <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah he's uh yeah he's out fucking Catwoman in Italy good for him good for him thriving but also yeah it makes zero sense um I almost feel like it was enjoy. Well, I don't think Nolan wanted to make that movie, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, I think he just, I, I think he made it out of obligation and not really because he, it was a story he was passionate to tell. But, exactly. Um, but there's things in Rises I like. It's not like oh, it's yeah. a terrible movie. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like I said, it, de- it definitely feels like a. Uh, yeah, they just don't want to do it. But anyway, so this one it definitely has that Batman is what he likes. Yeah. And I want. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see a Batman that wants to be Batman and is excited to be Batman. Yeah. But um, also, like, a Batman that's, like, on a collision course. Like, if he keeps doing it this way, like, yeah. he's going to die. Or yes. somebody's going to die. Um, and him having to, like, learn a lesson, learn empathy, like, learn about himself. Yeah. Yeah. I also, like, this is something that we haven't seen in any of the trailers or teas or anything. But, again, we haven't seen much in, all, in these trailers. It's, like, the same scenes that they're just sort of, like, showing us different little pieces of. But I don't think we've seen very much of this movie at all. I would bet money at this point, especially the way Matt Reeves has talked about Ego, the comic book, as an influence, that there's a scene where Bruce Wayne has a conversation with Batman. Oh, like... Like, whatever's in his head that is Batman, where it's like, whether it's a dream sequence or a hallucination or, like, whatever. But I think we're going to get that. I think we're going to see him, like, reckoning with Batman in his head I don't no I don't I actually don't mean this as a joke but definitely I'm thinking of uh, William Defoe when he's talking to Goblin I'm thinking of Superman 3 where <laughs> <laughs> Clark Kent fist fights Superman I'd be down with that <laughs> I, I literally every time I think of a conversation with like the character in your head I'm yeah. William Defoe who's but, the master at it now yeah but some just like either like looking in a mirror or something yes. I don't know however the scene works out but this idea that he actually has like a conversation with Batman Mm-hmm. And you see, like, whatever the raw form of Batman is that exists in his head. Like, the pure energy that... Yeah. Oh, man. That would be cool to see, like, the Batman shape. Yeah. It's just, like, pure, raw, just dark energy. Yeah. Because that'd be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could definitely be true. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like he doesn't... I Maybe. I just feel like he's so into being Batman. Like, that's just what he wants. Yeah. I think he'd be have no... Yeah. I don't think he's going to be resisting him. Well, no, but they've talked about... No, you're da- absolutely right. He's not... But he doesn't know what it is. And he doesn't uh, know what it means. Um, and we definitely know he's going on an arc where he's going to start this movie nihilistic and violent and Beating brutal. The fuck out of everybody. And he's going to end it in a different place mm-hmm. where he understands himself a little bit better. 
Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm really excited about. But, uh, yeah, just see, cause we like this shot in the trailer where he's just walking into the guys firing bullets at him, oh my God. like full stop. Um, and the people criticizing that, especially like online or like, I don't like the Batman's like a tank. Like you should be more stealthy. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It's growing. Like this isn't him going like, I, I can't be hurt. This is him going like, I'm going to be killed and I don't give a shit. Exactly. Well, then it's just him understanding his skills later. Mm-hmm. And like he could just be very crude, which I would be super down to see a crude yeah. Yeah. Batman like trial and error. But yeah, trial and error. I love. I I can't wait to see that. But just the, this idea that he like does not care. Exactly. If he gets like shot in the fucking face, he's gonna do this thing because he's more interested in intimidating these guys and presenting this idea oh. that Batman can't be stopped. I want to hear goons talk about him. Mm-hmm. I want to hear like actual like goons be like, man, I heard you know Jimmy got taken out by the yeah. the bat. Yeah. And like he, he just. He shot him a whole bunch and he just walked through the bullets. Like, I yeah. want to hear, like, them talk about him. I want to see people watching the, like, YouTube video that gets out after oh. those gang members film him beating the shit out of that guy and him saying, I'm vengeance. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I definitely, I love, that's one of my favorite parts of Batman is when they can capture the world reacting to Batman. Mm-hmm. I hate when I think the world, we'll get that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I hate when the world doesn't react to him. Yeah. Or immediately, like, makes him, like, the... You're like, here's the key to the city. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> I love that, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's what we're gonna get here. No, it, to me, it immediately like I feel like if you see Batman getting the key to the city, it's just I'm like, oh, there goes all the mystery. Yeah, exactly. And, like, there, and I think that's fun, but it there's there's room in my heart for many different iterations of Batman. Adam West is Batman. I don't think this is that iteration. No, of Adam West gets the key to the city. Yeah, or Val Kilmer. I would see that Batman getting the key to the city. George Clooney. <laughs> I love. I think that's really funny. I like the idea of like a. Uh, there's just like a party being thrown at City Hall, and Batman is there talking to like the city planner, <laughs> with like a drink in his hand, and it's not Bruce Wayne, it's Batman. It's Batman, Robin. They showed up for this party. Uh, yeah, no, it's this is gonna be. I'm, I'm very excited. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. I need, and uh, the way it feels like it is going to be a detective. Oh yeah, story. We haven't even touched on the fact hardcore that, too. Like they've yeah. talked about, like that's what the movie is. Like, yeah, they talked about like he's going to be writing things in journal and like it's going to be a voiceover. Mm-hmm. And give it to me. Like mm-hmm. it's so fucking underdone. Voiceovers are so yeah like underutilized. Yeah, well, a lot of times they're they're used poorly. True. And a lot of times in like screenwriting classes, they'll tell you just not, don't do it. <laughs> uh, it's such a fun vibe. Yeah. Well, like, if you do it right, it's great. Yeah. Um, I know Harrison Ford hated it, and he did. He did his dry. He did it bad on purpose. But I fucking love it. Yeah. Oh, I think our food's here. Our food is here. On that very exciting note. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you have left to say? Um, no. Uh, next time we'll be talking about the French Connection. French Connection. And after that, uh, the conversation, which also stars Gene Hackman. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's a good one. Then we'll watch Superman. Watch him. Yeah, exactly. Land. Watch Superman 4. Some <laughs> <laughs> crazy. are still attached. Nuclear man. Yeah. It's the worst one. Yep. Oh, yeah, by far. Oh, my God. I remember watching that. I was like, the strings are just super visible, aren't they? Okay, we're, 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 this is where we're going to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Superman dies right here. Great. Was it Kryptonite? It was bad editing. Um, okay. Well, let's end this before the dogs freak out. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.